Can you catch this? Or match this? Check this direct to your spinal axis. All right, well, this is what we did. We asked our listeners to come in and tell their stories. The point of it was to capture their perspectives from their deployments or other life experience and share those with their other peers who are listening to catch this. There were no constraints other than the basic ground rules. One, we wanted to keep it relevant to our listeners as developing medical officers. Two, no OPSEC violations. And three, they were instructed to keep it real. Well, now it's time for our storyteller to step into the machine. Hello, my name is Lieutenant Todd Looney. My story today is about the experiences I've had with a PA, a physician assistant, that supported my unit that I commanded in combat in 2007 to 2009. Some background about me, I'm a prior service army officer. My most recent operational experience were two company commands in Iraq. I'll be focused mostly about that second tour. I commanded about 150, 250 soldiers, consisted of different elements, heavy armor, mechanized infantry, light infantry, and the compound I commanded was just outside of Sadr City in Baghdad. I was lucky in that I had a level one aid station at my facility. Our compound was only about 200 meters by 200 meters. The level one aid station was manned by a physician assistant, Doc Anderson. That's who this is about primarily. I had three medical NCOs, treatment NCOs that ran the aid station with Doc Anderson. And then I had five to eight line medics, depending on how many platoons I had at any time, that took care of the guys on the line and went on patrol with those guys. The story begins in Colorado. That's where I was stationed, Fort Carson. In between my two tours as a commander in Iraq, I started experiencing some significant back pain and leg pain during routine activity. Nothing specific would bring on this pain. I could just do a certain movement, pick something up that was lightweight, and I would just get this awful shooting pain that went down my leg, my back, and it was debilitating enough that it would make me drop to my knees or I just couldn't move. I couldn't function for a minute. Finally, went in, saw my PA back in Colorado, talked to him about it. He thinks something's going on. He wants to check it out, but he wanted me to go see a general surgeon. So I go see a general surgeon. He checks me out. He doesn't think there's anything going on. And then he sends me to an orthopedic surgeon. He saw that it looks like there may be a tumor or something on my lower back near my spine, but he didn't want to touch it. said it was too close to the spine, so he wants ortho to take care of it. Go see ortho, talk to them, and ortho doesn't want to have anything to do with it either. So basically, I've got a problem I've identified, can't get a good diagnosis, and can't get a provider back at Fort Carson to take care of me. So I say, what the hell, we're going to go ahead and deploy, don't worry about it, and I'll be okay. So fast forward, I'm now in Sauter City. We've been into our deployment probably about three, four months at this point, probably early 2008. One day I come off patrol, take my kit off. Our kit weighs probably about 70, 75 pounds. I'm walking through the command post, doing a quick check of significant activity in sector. As I'm walking out, the PA sees me, sees I'm limping, and he says, hey, Todd, what's wrong with you? And I said, "Uh, what do you mean? He goes, well, you're just walking with a little bit of effort, like you're in some pain. And I tell him the situation, and he says, well, let's see what's going on. Like any good PA has me take my clothes off right there in the command post, examines me, and he says, it's like a cyst or a lipoma right here on your lower back. I think I could probably take that out for you. And I said, okay, like now, like here? And he says, yeah, we can just go over the aid station whenever you want, and I can just take it out right there. And I say, yeah, okay, no problem. And you got to remember, like the compound that we live in used to be a bath party headquarters. 
It's the middle of Iraq. It had been abandoned, occupied by squatters for probably about six, seven months before U.S. forces took it over. So it's not the cleanest of facilities. I go into the aid station and I lay on a litter, which is basically propped up on two saw horses. And Doc Anderson, the PA, and one other medic, my senior line medic, are going to do the procedure. So he palpates where he thinks the lipoma is, that he thinks it is, and finds out where it is, makes an incision, cuts down through the skin, and he doesn't find it. He says, I think it's a little bit deeper. So cuts through a layer of muscle, and all of a sudden it pops right out. It's probably about the size of a golf ball or a ping pong ball lipoma. And he starts to pull that out, and he says, hey, I think this was probably just impinging a nerve, just giving you some pain. So the procedure's over pretty quickly. Probably took a whole 15, 20 minutes. As he's starting to sew me up, my XO walks into the aid station and says, hey, sir, I just got a call from division. Division commander wants you to go out tomorrow on patrol with him. You know, division commander is a two-star general, so I can't turn the guy down. You know, of course he wants to go on patrol tomorrow morning. So I'm thinking, I've got to do this now. The PA looks at me and he's like, there's no way you're not going on patrol, sir. And I said, no. And he says, okay. So he sews me up, puts probably about four or five sutures into the layer of muscle, and then puts about another probably six to eight superficial sutures in. And then after that, he's like, I know you're going on patrol. I know you're going to keep doing this. I know you got a job to do. So he puts a lot of basically glue on the outside on the wound, puts a bunch of steri strips on top of that, tape on top of that. And then he tells me, hey, I know you've got to do a job. I know you're not going to just sit around until this heals for the next seven to 10 days. So when you're going on patrol, just come see me an hour early and I'll give you something for the pain. So basically before I'd go on patrol, I'd have to go see him. He'd give me a shot at Toradol, just basically like an NSAID, relieve some of the pain before I'd go on patrol. The reason I tell this story is I had a problem that for probably a good 12 to 18 months, it just really kept me from doing my job. I felt like at 100%. And it took this one PA that really knew me. He identified that there was something wrong with me. He identified that I had other competing interests besides my health. I had to command a unit. I had to take care of my guys. I had to lead them into combat. And knowing all this and knowing me, he did everything he could to find out exactly what was going wrong with me. And then the best way to not only take care of me, but also to support me as a commander so I could do my job. So what I took from that is just the fact that as a provider, whether it's a PA, a medic, us later in life as a physician, the ability to know the guys that you're taking care of, to know your patients, and to know what their requirements are and what they have outside of what they may be presenting with, it really makes a difference in their treatment plan. And I felt like he really tailored that treatment plan and his approach to me personally. Some people may say that maybe he operated outside of his scope of practice or maybe shouldn't have done it in that type of scenario, probably not the best setting, like a non-sterile AIDS station. But the fact of the matter is, is that guy identified that I needed something done, helped me out in order to help me better accomplish my mission. And I think it's just a very good example of one, knowing your patient and also him as a provider, knowing his role and being able to support the warfighter and their mission as well. I appreciate you letting me take a moment to share this experience. I hope that you're able to glean something from it and that it'll help you later in your profession as a physician as well. From inside the machine, Lieutenant Todd Looney, and thanks for taking the time to listen. So watch this. Thanks for listening. This podcast was released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial share-like license. Some rights are reserved. For more information, check out creativecommons.org.
The opinions and assertions contained in this podcast are the private opinions of the authors, hosts, and guests and are not to be construed as official or reflecting the views of the Department of Defense or the Uniformed Services University of the Health Sciences. For more information on Catch This, check out our website at www.catch-this.net. Hey, if you like our title song, it's called Mic Check by Nature. Check out Free Music Archive online for more great Creative Commons music.